Welcome to iHeartGeek. And welcome to another episode of iHeartGeek. Merry Christmas, all. Merry Christmas. Uh, I, I, I am so happy about this episode for a couple of reasons. First one, I miss doing the shows. I really do. And I miss this, this company that I got with me. We got Tommy. We got Skeeter. We got Griffin. How's everybody doing? Awesome. Awesome. Doing great. So um, I got, we're, 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 we're doing a, a second Christmas episode. Now, I was very, very hesitant on this movie that we're doing. I mean, you you already clicked on it. You know what we're talking about. We're talking about A Christmas Story Christmas. And I have to say this. Before anybody ever makes a sequel of any movie ever again, they need to watch this because this is a masterclass on perfection, in my opinion. We haven't talked about the movie. I don't know what everybody thought. But I'm, I'm saying it straight off. This was literally a perfect sequel, in my opinion. Um, everybody's heard me talk. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know I love Christmas Story. It's not, it's not my favorite Christmas movie. It's one of my favorite movies, period. It's amazing. This Christmas Story Christmas, after a lot of failed attempts at sequels, this has been great. Um, so tell me, what did you, what's your first thoughts on Christmas story Christmas? Um, I, I would have to agree with you in a lot of ways. Um, I thought it was a really incredible sequel that actually honored the original sequel. Unlike, mm-hmm. um, unlike Hocus Pocus two, which oh, I thought was an absolute was travesty. Garbage. I was very disappointed in that as a massive fan of the yeah. original one. Um, but, uh, oh, I know we're going to go get into the nitty gritty, but yes, I thought they did an excellent job of telling a new story while still honoring the spirit of the original. Skeeter, me and you grew up with a Christmas story. I think we watched it for the first time together when we were like 12 or something. Uh, what's your thoughts on this take? Um, absolutely. I, you said masterclass. Couldn't have been better said. Um, they absolutely took into consideration fans, uh, history, the original, everything that they needed to to make this phenomenal. I mean, it was I I couldn't find a flaw. I went back and rewatched, but like you said, Dub, uh, since we were about twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and it and it always does like that opening sequence soundtrack. That, yes, that even when you know the twenty four hours of Christmas Story, you mm-hmm. know, is on during Christmas. Every time I hear it, I go back to us in the in the lower living room. Yep, you know, in front of the TV for hours, uh, yep. watching the same thing. So it was phenomenal. Um, uh, you know. Those guys did a great job. Griffin, what, what's your thoughts? I don't know what, what your history is with this, but... Yeah, so my history with Christmas Story is watching it every year on TBS, 24, 24 Hours of Christmas, of Christmas Story. Story. 
uh, I've been raised with it ever since I could remember. Uh, so just in my whole life, um, that's the tradition. And so when this movie came out, I remember sending my dad and my mom the trailer and being like, wow, this is actually, they're actually doing this. Um, and so watching it, it's, you know, it's frightening, you know, it's like that the Christmas story is my favorite Christmas movie of all time. It, it is. It's my favorite. When I think of Christmas movies, it is. Um, mm -hmm. That's the movie I think of. Um, but when I watched this, I, I like, I was about tears. Like, <laughs> I, I smile, like the biggest smile on my face in moments. And it made me feel all the things that the first one felt in its own unique way, yeah. but not taking away from the first one. And yeah. I have to agree with you. This is a perfect sequel. Yeah. And what we'll hit, we'll hit into all the yeah. nitty gritty on it, but I have to, I have to say this, this is what people don't realize. There's been two failed sequel attempts at Christmas story that aired and they were terrible. You tell they, they, uh, one of them was supposed to be, uh, like 10 years later. It didn't have any of the same actors. They had the house. It was terrible. And then there was another one that was supposed to be more based on the books. And it was about Ralphie getting a car and it just, and it just didn't, they, they never stood up. And then Two years ago, there was a the musical version that came out with Matthew Broderick as the dad, and that was bad. That was they're trying to hit on your 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 heartstrings the whole time, and the kid is just too cute for words. And it's like there's no heart in this though. This this got it right because it got the heart right. I mean, even the part that you know a lot of people would have a problem with today. And they were able to put it in with the Red Rider, and I don't know what I can say on YouTube, but the Red Rider thing, um, which was such an important part of that movie. But they were able to put it in. They they were able to give it homage without making it a big deal. You know, they they <laughs> did the bypass the same way they did the bypass of the leg. Um, that was again just such a wonderful way to get that, um, the feel of that first movie without. <laughs> And it's not going to piss off everybody, you know, well, both because of if these it wouldn't have been there, people would have been mad. Yeah. I, both of these films are about nostalgia. Yeah. Let's face it. Oh. And um, the, the thing about nostalgia is it's very easy to get way too heavy handed mm -hmm. with it. And, um, you know, we were just talking about how like they, they touch on all of these elements of the first film, um, <clears throat> aside from, of course, the actual cuts that harken straight back to the first film but you know like the lamp and the and yeah. and the red rider um all you need to get that moment of nostalgia it's so built into so many people um yeah. that all you need is that glimpse and you mm -hmm. get that feeling now i have to say that i actually didn't come to um the first film until i was an adult um I didn't get it when i was a kid it would come on and i'd be like eh. i mean i was too young to have that yeah. It's a slow that nostalgia movie. for that time. Yes, exactly. Well, not anymore. I, I yeah. flip and love it now. Um, and it, it, you know, I just kept kind of being like, ah, you know, it's that, it's that 24 hours of Christmas story again. <laughs> and, um, so, so finally long. one year I was, I was like, I'm going to sit my adult butt down and just watch this, <laughs> um, and like give it the focus. And, um, it, even as a film, that was done in what the seventies or the eighties? Uh, Eighty-three. 
83, you know, a, about a bygone era, um, cap, it, it doesn't matter what era you're living in. It captures the, what, even with all of its failings, what we, all, all of life's failings, mm-hmm. what we hope Christmas would feel like. Um, yeah. You know, that family and the enthusiasm and touching on what we all know, which is everybody's got somebody in their life who is, you know, is like the dad. If it's not your dad, it's that, yeah. that person that's going to, that's going to change that fuse and get that tree. And, you know, everybody's got, everybody wants to have somebody like the mom. And everybody wants to, ha- you know, remembers those daydreams yeah. of when we were kids. So it both films really in different time periods. And I'm going on and on, so I'm going to stop. It's but, okay. Um, I'm, I'm loving this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they just encapsulate yeah. nostalgia with a very delicate hand. And because of that, you can just allow yourself to get lost in it because it never rings false. Yeah. It, it doesn't feel manufactured at all. No. Nothing about it does. Um, and there's a part that... Even though it clearly is. It clearly is. But there's a part that I wanted so bad and they didn't give it to me. And I'm so glad they didn't. Because then it would have felt like, oh, they're just going shot for shot. Because they almost... When he throws the snowball at the daughter and she falls off the stump and it's adorable. Yes. How much did you want to, just for a second, see Ralphie go... Oh, fun. <laughs> I wanted to see it, but then I was so glad that I didn't because it made it so it wasn't just a carbon copy, I think. But did but how was that buildup, though? When the car, when he pulled off oh, the road and they that's what we're, the we're all expecting it. Yeah. Like, I'm all, oh, his kid's going to get out. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. And then, you know, that I, I, Satomi, I, I, I agree. Like, I love the subtle nuances. They didn't go full blown like Black Bart and the gang. Like, that was so perfect. Yeah. Without, like, without much. Red Rider, without the whole thing, Black Bart was there. Ralphie's still daydreaming as a, as a grown adult, which we all still do. Otherwise, we would not be here. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I, just. Everything, you know, including, and I know we'll get to it, but, you know, but Flick and Schwartz and, you know, oh, just uh, the, the, the whole piece with like, I think my favorite part that I had to, one was the phone call. Don't want to go too far to there, but the other was the, the sled. uh, Yeah. You know, with Schwartz actually getting triple dog, uh, triple dog. Yeah. Dare. I can't yeah. wait till we get there. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know if you guys knew this. There's a lot of um, the actors that came back. You know, that was the original flick. It was the original Schwartz. All those guys. Little now, Scotty Schwartz. Something that's kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah. We're, um, when they're in the in the um, the department store and that the guy gets knocked over by Ralphie, that is the kid that with the weird kid. Do you like Santa? That's him. Oh, it took me forever to track that down. So I'm like, that's got to be him. That's got, and it was. I was like, and it just makes you feel good. I'm like, oh, that's so good. 
So good. So let's 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 just kind of talk about this movie. Let's hit the beginning first. It just goes right for the um, heartstrings, and if you didn't cry within five minutes, I you won't like this movie. When they, <laughs> with the old man, I'm like, oh, and yeah. it, it needed to happen because they should not. They did not need to replace him. Dude. No, no, I don't. I was no. not really happy they replaced the mom, but yeah, I was. But that first scene, how did they get that so right, Griffin? Let's 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 hear from you. I haven't heard from you in a second. That that first part yeah. with them, the old man's dead. You know. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, I was waiting for it. You know, it, it, they were talking about it in in. Uh oh. In the beginning, and when they talk about oh, like Grandpa, you know, he's like Christmas is his thing. Like this is he's gonna bring it, and like you feel, even though that you know, um, in real life, if you're familiar with it, you know that he's actually he's gone. You know, and so, but I was so taken by the movie that by the film that it literally, like, I was like, no, he's coming. Like he's he's gonna be there. You know, they're gonna make it happen, and then but they did. When they got that call, it yeah. was like, "Wow, that uh, that was well done." Yeah. I, I was pleasantly like, I mean, it was sad. I was tearing up, but like bad. But I was like, "What a way to 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 start a to start a movie." <laughs> and so, tell me, as an actress, I want to ask you this: Do you, I don't feel like they ham-fisted that at all? It was subtle, but in your face at the same time. If that makes sense. What well, did they do you know, to make that happen? Is they're already counting on people watching it being familiar and in love with the first film. Yeah, and we're all kind of in love with with him, the old man as as a dad. So we already have this connection. So all they have to do is say that he's gone. Yeah, and it was, it it wasn't like oh, so over the top, and they could have done it, and that would have ruined the movie. I think. Yeah. But they, but if you look, if you look at the films the way that they're done, ev- again, it's always done with a soft touch. Yeah. Even though the fantasies are, you know, very over the top, um, there it, it's always with a mind to nothing is. If if you look at what the dramas are mm-hmm. in these films, especially the first one, not one of them is real drama. It's yeah. kid level drama. Even dad level drama, you know, the fuse is blown, <laughs> yeah. the radiator has gone out. Uh, I can't get my my red right red rider rifle. I don't remember the whole title of it. You know, it's my tongue is stuck to the pole. These are these are not grown up problems. Yeah. So they're so to even though we are touching on grown up problems, we're still touching on them with this with the heart and the innocence yeah. of childhood. I think they did grow up with the audience as well, though, because like there was growing up problems in this one, like the, the presents getting stolen. That's a big yeah. deal. Yeah. Um, and I think actually that was and, and you know, his career is up, up in smoke. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. he doesn't get to live his dream anymore after this. So they did kind of but grow up with it, too. True. But it's which, still with a soft touch. Yeah, it is with a soft touch. And something you said that which is why these movies work is because the fantasy is so over the top, but everything else is so grounded. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I never thought about that before, but that's really why, you know, some people say it's a slow start for a slow watch 
to get into Christmas Story. But it's because of the the, the light with the over the top that makes it, yeah, which is nice. It's it's the voice. It's the uh, it's the narration. I mean, you know, in the beginning of the original, you've got this older voice, this welcoming voice to to telling the story, the the bacchanalia of you know just the wording and the, the story right there, dude. that they're <laughs> absolutely right that they're telling, and then you get when you, we get Christmas Story Christmas, that voice is familiar. Yeah, it's not the original, but we know it's Ralphie but as you an could adult, be fooled. and you could be, and it just everything as the story is being told, and you know, we we have this relationship. If you grew up with it, there's that relationship that there's some part of the old man that is your that that is all of our dads. Yeah. You know, some way, shape or form, be it, you know, the, the turkey tasting or the, the, the handyman around the house, whatever it is. And I think they, they did that with such subtle, like compassion that it sucked. Like you couldn't stop watching it at that point. Yeah. If you walked away from that movie after that, I'm sorry. Like yeah. you're, you're just probably not a fan, mm-hmm. but I think you know, with everything that they played, you know, opening that, uh, to the, when he goes to the, the, the author or not the author, but the, the book editor's oh. office, yeah. the publisher, and he opens the drawer and drops the Christmas tree in the drawer. And mm-hmm. it's just like when he turns in his, his, yeah. uh, what I want for Christmas, uh, theme, uh, for the, um, and I'm just going to say it. The Red Red Rider 200 shot range model air rifle with a compass in the stock and the thing which tells time. Time. (laughs) (laughs) Very good on that one. Okay, so let's let's talk the characters for a minute. Let's talk. um, I think the under the unsung heroes of this, which was Schwartz and Flick. These guys turned out exactly how you thought they would turn out. I it's just yeah. It, it was kind of amazing to see that because it's like because Schwartz is, is just being a bum for the rest of his life. And uh, yeah, the other one is, is is the bartender. I think that was just such a or was that the other way around? Y'all the other way around. The other way around. But it's like they're they're still taking care of each other and they're giving each other crap. And that is they brought that from the kids without it being over overly heavy handed, as I've said before. Uh, what did you think of these two characters, Griffin? No, I thought that they, I thought that that movie handled it great. I mean, I felt like it was natural. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, like it's okay. Yeah. Like it, it feels right. Um, any, any time they introduce these characters, you get to see them again. It's so interesting and nice, but there's a, as a viewer and especially as a fan, you sit there and you're already in a, in, in this space, like, okay let's see like what they're doing and um it was just nothing but okay they passed the test this is great yeah. this is believable um, hair. <laughs> yeah yeah and for the time i mean they there were so many things that so many liberties that they took with this movie that they didn't need to but it works i mean the yeah. time frame the time period they 
they didn't focus so much on it, but I, I appreciated it. I was like, wow, like this is like, you know, it was set in the seventies. I was like, oh my goodness. But I wasn't thinking about that. The yeah, whole you don't time. think about it in my 70s. face. Um, and I appreciated that so much. I was like, wow, they're really like, they're really sticking to this. Um, but yeah, I thought the characters were done so well. I mean, you could tell that they're these same characters from back in the first one, but they're adults, you know, they're, you know, you could tell that they've been through life. Um, and I love Ralphie and the fact that he's coming back and he's always like, and I told everybody that I wouldn't be back here until I was a success. So he's just kind of timid and afraid and doesn't really, you know, doesn't really say anything. But um, yeah, I, I love the portrayals and they killed it. I got to I got to tell you what something that was amazing with Ralphie was the fact that 30 years later, he is still living off the high of what happened with him and the bully. With, with Scott, I mean, but people do. Yeah, that was his. That was his one shining moment in his life. Honestly, he's got mm-hmm. married. He had kids. Great. I beat up the bully. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. he told his wife about it too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there was yeah. something that was so real with that. Well, you know, there there's a gift that comes with being able to cast the same actors in the yeah. same roles, because a they are they know these characters. And B, they've lived their lives. So they're already bringing in, as actors, they're bringing in their own life experiences. And then filtering it, filtering that through the lens of this character that they played already. So there's sort of an ease that comes with it because in a way, they've, you know, when you're an actor, you tap, you tap into the part of you that is that character. Mm -hmm. Well, they were the original ones who embodied it. Yeah. So here they are all these years later and it's it almost it almost creates itself which creates a magic yeah. in watching it because you're you're watching these adult actors who were also kids when this original thing happened. So you know it's it's very much they're yeah. they're carrying so much of themselves. And, um, and, and, and the, the the kid thing it can be hit or miss. Um, yes, and, it and they gave it gave us that because I don't know if it's true, but from what I understand, Randy was such a small part of that because he's a terror. He he can't act. He's that was the last thing he did was Christmas Story when he was six, and he can't act. It so happens. They, they were able. I, I they didn't force that to happen. He's like small part. Okay, he's a success doing something else. We'll just leave it at that. And but they still gave him his moment to shine. He yeah. didn't really have any lines except when he was on the phone. When he was at home, he was just basically leaning on his mom. And yeah, I, I think that was very well done. How they they were able to come across shortcomings. I would I would hate it if they would have recast him. Yeah, you know, act or not, you know that's that's part of the joy of it. Now let's let's talk about the mom. Um, the original actress retired from acting three years ago, so she refused to do this, which broke my heart. Dylan. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I loved her, but again, I don't know if that's just because of the nostalgia. I don't think she did a particularly bad job. Oh, Julie Haggerty? You mean yeah. her her replacement? Yeah. It it definitely takes a second to get used to it because you it's know, different. 
because you're watching it and you're like, oh, that's that's not Melinda Dillon. Mm-hmm. And she does have a different they I I thought as far as actresses who were accessible, who are still acting at that age, because you have to it's keep hard, in mind yeah. that Melinda Dillon is in her 80s. I'm not sure how old Julie Haggerty is, but she's got to be pretty close because they came up at um, relatively the same time. Um, and it's a big ask. Doing a film is is a lot of hard work. What what I think works is they they both have a softness to them. Mm-hmm. They both have a caring, a very caring nature and energy to them. Um, it's just sort of a different flavor. They're both they're both cereal. Yeah. Okay. But one is cornflakes and one is Cheerios. You know yeah. what I mean? They're there's a similarity, but they're just a, you know, and they're they're both delicious, but in different ways. Yeah. That was that's my take on it. That, no, that well, I think that's a good take. Go ahead, Skeeter. Julie Hag- Julie Haggerty, right? She she I I I heard this amazing actor say once that you once you start playing roles, you pretty much start filling that role standard, like a lawyer or a doctor or a airplane pilot, um, um, you know, so just saying, but she was the mom in, uh, in just friends, um, with Ryan Reynolds and I can't this is the replacement point. actor, or the original actress, the, the replacement, the yeah, replacement. The, she was also in, uh, she was Barney's mother in how I met your mom, uh, how I met your mother. Yeah. Yes. She was also so she an is, airplane in her younger days. Oh yeah, she yes, does she some great stuff. She's, <laughs> she's hilarious. Yes, amazing. She, oh yes. my gosh, she was the <laughs> But yes, <laughs> no. The, Does anyone speak jive? I'm sorry, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so she, like, she is the adamant. Like that's her role. She's a mom. Yeah. And she does such a wonderful job playing the mom role. She, those were some big shoes to fill. Huge yeah. shoes to fill. Nearly you know, uh, for that movie. And she she did a wonderful job playing Ralphie's mom, you know. And because if you think back to the original, the, you know, eating the soap, you know, the the caring for for Ralphie after he, you know, beat up Scott, you know, the whole nine, mm-hmm. she was there and she did the same thing as a as. And, you know, she filled that role in this one as well. She did so good. You know, even though she was in a time that she was in pain, mm-hmm. she had just experienced a huge loss, but her her family was there. Her child was there. Well, with, with you saying that, that makes me forgive. There's two things I didn't like with the mom character. Because, I mean, if you're not going to have the original, I don't think you should veer off at all. But there's two things that, that they veered off. And it was the how much she was drinking. She was drunk all the time in this movie. And I never caught that in the first movie. Um, so, I mean, I'll give it. Okay, yes, the old man just died. So, but it just felt a little. And the other thing was, was the, just out of nowhere, we hate carolers. What? <laughs> I don't think, to me, that's the only joke that didn't land. It's like it, it didn't land well. I wasn't sure where that was going. I was like, "Wait, are these the specific religion that we like to hide from, like back in the day?" But 
it was just I kind straight. of wonder if there was like a a scene, scene? that's a, that ended a cut scene. I kind of wonder because you know she just went through this thing. Yeah. I you know it's and you definitely when you when you recast you don't want her doing an impersonation. Yeah. No. Cuz that never works. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, it's that that's a tough one cuz I I I don't know how else they could have handled it. Um the carolers thing I do think you know, maybe there wasn't a cut scene, but if there wasn't, there should have been. Yeah. That explains it. You know, maybe she's just lost her husband and she needs something to be mad at. She needs something to be mad at or certain things are, or maybe there were like three other caroling scenes that, yeah. you know, maybe it was a, was a running joke that they decided wasn't worth the extra five minutes of, of footage. You know, there's, yeah, it, I get it, it though. I get it's it. Because it, 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 we it, love these movies so much that we want to give it excuses. Yeah. yeah, you know, honestly, if I didn't love this, I wouldn't be making the excuses for it. You know, well, that drops the grade. Eh. No, let's see. Why are they doing it? <laughs> and Truth. there's, there's yeah. something about that that's kind of amazing. Now, let's talk about the um, the old man thing. This is at the end. Uh. The spoilers. Okay, if you haven't watched this, please go watch and then come listen to us. It's so much better. Anyway, so with the, I think the greatest. Two minutes of movie scene ever recorded was the old man giving giving Ralphie the gun, and while he's putting the the little BBs in and that and just there, doing those, the hand motions with those them. looks to each other, it was perfection. I have never seen a scene I've liked more. You may not, I didn't like the scene as much, but my heart just kind of oh, and I fell in love when the when the dad still came through, even though he'd passed, and he'd still gotten all the presents that they wanted. Oh. Convenient, yes, it needed to happen though. I think that I I put those scenes in comparison. I mean, it's never going to be as perfect as that first one, but it definitely made me feel the same way. I almost wonder if it was the mom that like that, that really did, did it, some stuff, and like made it happen, just that to kind of give that sense. magic. Although, although you know the. So much of the theme throughout the film is how much the old man loved man, Christmas yeah. and did Christmas better than anybody else. And he 100%, in my personal opinion, would have had his eyes on everybody's present the whole year and maybe even yeah. had gotten some and wrapped them already, you know, to yeah. have them ready. Even though he, in the first one, he's a little grumpy about it. It's that whole, you know, yeah. grumpy, 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 but. I love this. Yeah. Yeah. Can we oh, yeah. can we just can we can we throw some love to the attic? Oh, oh yes. yeah. That gave us everything we needed. It gave like us a the blue lamp. a blue ball. A blue you ball. Know, exactly. Was, <laughs> the 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 bunny suit was up there. So we caught a glimpse, you know. I was like, oh man, is it gonna be an adult year with the bunny suit? Oh, oh, I'm so oh, glad man. they didn't. <laughs> because that scene there. was so perfect. Yep. Well, because that would have made it cheap. Exactly. The Red Rider was exactly. there. Exactly. It, it was just the new, like I said, the nuances that that were the callbacks, and it wasn't like those other movies that we talk about on this podcast that are like full fan service. Yeah. This was somebody that loved this movie, that or that loved the first one so much that they've done every con, every thing in the world and they got to come back to do this 
you know, and it was real. This wasn't fan service. This wasn't, this was every memory that they ever wanted to share put into this film. And it was beautiful. Now, I would love to talk to the director for like two seconds because I want to know. He passed by all these things and they were quick, but it, and it wasn't forced down your throat. But at the same time, it wasn't blinking. You miss it. There is such a subtlety and timing that they had to get for all that. That I mean, because I mean, any of that could have been. I mean, they could have went too fast and it would have been a blink and you miss it. Yes, they gave it to you. But and. Or it could have been just like, this is that. But they, they just really figured that out. And I, you know, the hat's off because that is hard to do. I, think, I don't see many movies pull it off. I think one of the things about that scene that was so great is they a lot of the sound cues that they do with it, I think that it helps. You know, a, a lot of movies now, they're kind of afraid to do things like that, take those risks. They just kind of like, that's why they focus in on it for so long because they're like, well, Let's see if they get it. Let's see if they know. Like the real ones know, but let's see if yeah. the general audience might understand. But we're not going to go as far as like give a a sound cue. You know, we're just going to expect them to know. Um, but this one, it was like when they went to the, uh, the blue ball, you heard the old man like say, it's a blue ball. And then they like went to the next thing. And it was just those little things, at least for me, like I appreciated so much about it because it was just like, it took me back to the yeah. first one without taking it away from this one. Exactly. And that so. I th- I think that's that's the na- that's the undertone for all of this we're talking about. They gave us yep. the first one or they gave us this one without taking anything away from the first movie and with letting the second movie be the second movie and saying we love you first movie. You know, it, there's no embarrassment about that first movie. Yeah. The bumpus hounds, the, 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 yeah. the Santa scene, you know, climbing those stairs, the slide. Same, same Santa, by the way. Really? Was it yep. really the oh, same? It looked same like him, but I was like, how is, how is it that he looks exactly the same? I think the um, one of the elves, the male ale elf was the same. I'm not positive, but I, okay. I'm pretty sure he's the same as well. Oh, that's incredible. genius. Genius. How sad they're still there doing this for 30 years. <laughs> and, and, and how how awesome was it? Like, I'm sorry, but but um Ralphie, like anything that he's been in, you recognize him immediately. You know. Um now wasn't he messy Marvin like early on? Didn't he play that, that role? I don't know that one. So Messy Marvin, I think it was a serial commercial. The, no, that wasn't him. Oh, okay. So Mikey. No, you think of Mikey. That, Mikey will eat anything. No, there was, there was another one. There, oh. that, that okay. He, well, we can I look him up on IMDb. Was, yeah. But yeah, we can IMDb it. But like you just, those eyes. Yeah, like, they're haunting. He lived the story through his eyes. And you're just yeah. like, seriously, like. Anytime he was daydreaming or stepping away, you just went with him. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about it's it is not always a normal thing for a child actor to grow up and be a good actor, a, yeah. a good adult actor. That's that's not a given by any stretch of the imagination. And how beautifully he's transitioned. Um and just just how how beautiful his work was in mm-hmm. this film. Um 
But I, much, much more importantly um, than getting all deep about it, I would really like to talk about the sled scene because Yo, um, yes. Go. I have never <laughs> laughed so hard <laughs> at a movie. <laughs> I mean, by myself on my couch, howling, howling as soon as all those adults started grabbing those sleds and essentially pushing the kids out of the way. Okay, there's. I want to hit on one thing with that that I thought was very interesting. They made it so that it is still the kids' movie by this. You know, these these were the kids that we loved growing up, and now they're grown up. But you know what? The the adults, the the adults, the enemy. It's still the kids. They they're taking the stuff away from the kids. And I thought that was a nice touch. And without seeing, yeah. Oh, I I I come at it from the other direction, which is that they're still kids inside and it's sort of a, a callback to the fact that yeah. it doesn't matter how old you are. There's always a child inside of you. Um, not, you know, not, not literally, please nobody pick up cannibalism because of this podcast, but, um, Dark web. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but just, just that, that memory of, I, one of the reasons that adults don't act like kids and don't play. Sorry, yeah. let me put that because uh, I know a lot of adults well, you that see act why. like children. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, but you know that they they don't play because they don't let themselves. Yeah. And what a joy it is to watch a bunch of adults allow themselves to play. Which and yet and you see that smile on Flick as he's going down. Oh hell yeah! He, it's he's scared, but he has that smile and that again masterclass on acting on that. Because it wasn't like in your face, but he was like, uh, it was really a beautiful moment. Yeah. I love, I love how the, not only the callback, but Schwartz is like, I've been waiting. He's like, you flick is like, you've been waiting for this moment, huh? And then Schwartz is like, I've been waiting for this moment for 30 some odd years. <laughs> and so it was just great. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So I, I want to get your guys' take and I'm not going to say mine until we're through. Um, what's your th your take on how Scott Farkas was handled and and uh, the goon? How how how? Let's let, let me hear that. Um, let's start with Skeeter on that one. So when we initially see him, you know, we see the face, the yellow eyes. He had yellow eyes. You know, you're like, oh man, this is going to be so bad, and like the interaction the story why it happened why he was the way he was that almost hit me as hard as the phone call and the end like i just was like oh my gosh like this is why this kid was this way yeah and i just and what he did for for ralphie um just made it it brought that full circle because like you said earlier, you know, Ralphie's whole thing was I beat up the bully. I stopped the bully. I'm the one, you know, mm -hmm. I made it stop. And then he was like, Oh my gosh, now he's got power over me again, but it ended up not being power. It ended yeah. up being that moment where they could kind of like clear up the past. And yeah. I loved it. It was so good. I got to put in this. I love that he remembered where his house was. This is your house, right? Like, wow. You know? Yep. 
Griffin, what's your thoughts on the this the handling of the Scott Farkas and the the other bully? It was so good. It was so good. Um, it really, uh, I thought it was beautiful. Um, you know, in, in life, you, you know, hopefully, you know, uh, there's things that people can be pity about or hold grudges. And as you're adults, you realize the weight of, of life and you realize that any of those things, you know, that's, that's not really important at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And teach you something, and I felt like, wow, they they really got him. Uh, you know, with him being the cop and him explaining why, like, because Robbie's yeah. like, why, why, why? And he's like, well, you kind of helped me. Like, yeah, I want to help people. Like, I don't want to be that that guy anymore. Even though it, it was just a terrible parent, <laughs> right? And it it was just. It was awesome. I thought it was handled so beautifully and so real and so touching too. Mm-hmm. This movie is not a cliche or not a, and that's what makes the first one so special is that it, there is a, it's grounded. It's so real. It doesn't matter where you come from or what walks of life. You feel one thing or another. Yeah. In these movies. And, and as an adult, if you grew up as the first one with the kid and then you watch this one as an adult, you're like, Wow, it hits home differently, you know. Yeah, and I felt like they handled it perfectly. So tell me, um, you know, I I really enjoyed um kind of his full circleness. I I like like uh, I think Skeet, you said you were talking about finding out about his past, um, and I am always for finding out why people behave the way that they do, and um, so having that, and then having him. Um, essentially reach out the olive branch and mm-hmm. recognize his failings, I think was was really important and and really lovely. Yeah. So what I want to hit on, which I think is really important, is he's being punished for being a bully because he has his kids are the bullies. You can see it in his eyes how embarrassed he is when he says, Yeah, my kids, they're worse than me. Just riding around on their on their snowmobile all day. And then it's like, Oh, that's them. That is definitely his <laughs> kids. But that, I think that that is his, his penance. Karma. He has to deal the with penance. his kids. Yep. You know, and he doesn't want his kids being that way, but so I actually must've been a good guy when I was a kid because I got a pretty good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to talk about, cause th- it was never hit in the first movie. But the second movie, he, it was a beautiful moment when his daughter, instead of just getting presents, she went through all that to get her his, her dad a radiator. And that's what she asked Santa for, was not for something for her, for something for her dad. And I thought that was such a night, because we did not get that in the first movie at all. The parents like, whatever, you know get a blue ball and Shinola. <laughs> but I thought that, and I, I don't think anybody's really been hitting on that, but it is that full reciprocation of family love, you know, and I want to, I want, this is, I'm going to be so happy by making you this happy. And I think that's, you know, compassion, compassion. Yeah. It was beautiful. yeah. It just shows, it shows amazing things. 
um, child's love for a father, father's love for their children, um, you know, a mother's love for all of them and how they stuck together no matter what. Like, yeah, even though, you know, he was not doing what he was supposed to be doing as a writer, he just wasn't making it. Um, I loved how it kind of comes around and he was fighting this, writing this obituary the whole time and trying and trying and trying. And then finally he just said, I'm going to write my memories. Yeah. But, you know, and, and it's oh. to look at him writing, you know, trying to, trying to push that book, which was manufacturing and manufacturing. And then oh, finally yeah. being, you know, it's that whole, write what you know. You're not going to know until the next 2000 pages. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Stephen King, yeah. <laughs> and that was just uh and as it as that developed, as it got to where where it ends, you know, that was probably the most beautiful scene um yeah. in the entire movie. I mean, everything yeah. that it was, the voice, the narration took us took immediately took me back to I'm 12 years old, sitting with my best friend in the world. No place I'd rather be anywhere than in that spot, in that moment. And now I'm sitting with my son, having that same reactive feeling yeah. to those sounds, to that voice, yeah. to all of those things. And I was just like, oh, I'm done. And I started, that's when I lost it the worst. Like, I was not held together at all. I was just like, thank you for this. Like, this was a Christmas gift to kids of our generation yeah. across the, the globe. And older. Yeah. So, yeah. two things I will, we'll, we'll hit up, and then, I, then we'll start wrapping up. And I want to hit this. One more thing from the, with the, another thing they just did right was with the bully kids. Now, things change, yada, yada. They could not have that same fight scene of a kid punching another kid in a movie that's made today. But what they did with the revenge, and they sealed their own fate with crushing their snowmobile. I thought that was very well handled. And y'all know I'm not a big fan of, well, let's change it because people won't like it as much now. But I get that change. And I thought that was a logical, great choice without it being. Again, let's try to change it so for today's standards. No, honestly, this was the same, pretty much the same standard we had when we watched Christmas Story, and I appreciated that. So I don't know if anybody else put any thought into that. Yeah. Okay. It was so, perfect. So now let's hit this, and this is the last scene, which was, you know, he gets picked up by the paper, and it's not until that moment you realize, oh, He's starting the beginning of the first movie right now. And that and when when the original narration came on, it was like and it the the music and everything was just felt so right. And honestly, after the after I watched the second movie, I put on the first movie again because it was just it works. Yep. I saw it coming from a mile away. I mean, we but all it, saw it coming, it, but yeah. yeah, but it, it doesn't lessen the that moment. moment of release. And that moment of, oh, yes, oh, yes. And it gets to put us in that wonderful loop yeah. of happy feelings. Yes, it is. And that is 
a hundred percent what a Christmas movie should be. You know, I heck yeah, it was yeah. perfect. Okay, so let let's let's talk grades. Um, let's start with Griffin. What do you what grade do you give a Christmas story? Christmas. Yeah, uh, you know, I I give the first one an A plus. I give this one an A plus. Fair yeah. enough. Skier. It's uh. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, I'll, I'll just say this real quick. Um, there's very few movies that uh, it, it's a it's a perfect sequel. It, it's just as good as the first one. Um, and and for me, this hit and I and it, it was scary. It's scary to go into this. It's my favorite Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, please, I haven't watched any of the other ones, the bad ones. There's a reason, but this one, I could tell this is okay. Everybody's back. This is okay. Watching it, it it was it made me feel the same things. It made me feel different things in a similar tone. Um, it was that's why I say it wasn't the same movie, but it made me feel all the same things, and it made me feel new things differently. Yeah, and I feel like that was, um, and it didn't hit the same beats. Yeah, um, it shouldn't, and it was a perfect. That's why I think it's a. That's why it gets an A plus. As a, it's a perfect sequel, in my opinion. Very good, Skeeter. Um, I, I'm a fan. I'm. This is going to be. I don't do A pluses very often, but Peter Billingsley, the rest of the cast, Scotty Schwartz, like they they played this thing amazingly well, and for my heart, uh, for my mind, it's an A plus all day. Very good. So tell me, I've never heard two A pluses on one show before. <laughs> well, the first one was definitely an A plus. Mm-hmm. This one was an A for me. That's fair. Um, and it will definitely enter the canon of my yearly Christmas films. Very good. Now, before I give you my grades, I've I've got to say why I'm grading it this high. So I was watching it with one of my sons. And he's, he keeps looking at me the entire movie, especially in the beginning. He keeps looking at me. He goes, Dad, I love this movie because you, because except when we watch A Christmas Story, I'd never see you get that smile. And, and that's what I had. And I'm like, yeah. So because of that, I'm going to do something I've never done on this show. It's an A+. Plus. Um, if that's a Christmas A+, plus, let's be honest. If it's a regular movie, it's, yeah, it's yeah, a B. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah, it was it was just a beautiful moment. I'm glad they made it. Um, yes. Yeah, I, and I think that's about it for now. So, I'm Dub. I'm here with Satomi. We're here with Griffin. We're here with Skeeter. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you celebrate. Um, we'll be with you all a whole lot more in the new year, and we'll see you then. Keep on geeking on, guys. Happy Bye. holidays. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. You've been listening to the latest episode of the iHeart Geek Show. Make sure you visit our website at www.iheartgeekshow.com. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you check us out on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And keep on geeking on to all of you geek rock stars.